Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another Social Sports Bad Podcast. I am Ricky, and alongside me is Tim and Alex today. Uh, ben and Justin are out saving the world from, uh, you know, radioactive spiders and stuff like that. Uh, we are here to cover week four of the NFL. Uh, the first week of the London series of games got everybody up early. So make sure you drink your W energy using promo code SSPP. 10 for 10% off of your online order. Let's get to it. Alex and Tim, you are here with me uh, tonight. So say hello to the social verse. Hey, how's it going? Hello, everyone. All right, let's get into it. Like I said, this was the uh, first week of uh, the London series of games. It featured a phenomenal matchup between the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. Uh Minnesota was able to leave merry old England with a with a W, you know, and New Orleans was left with disappointment. So we are going to talk about all the games, you know, that happened today. We're going to preview the L.A. Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers. And then we're also going to talk about Thursday night's game, which is the Indianapolis Colts going and riding into Denver to take on Russell Wilson and that TV dinner offense. Oh, wait. I mean, Russ is going to cook against the Indianapolis Colts when they run into town. But here we go. We're going to start with Minnesota and New Orleans. What did you guys see? Or did you guys fall asleep in the game? Alex, I'm going to have you go first uh, with all these games. Then I'm going to have Tim, and then I'm going to follow up. All right, so Alex, what did you see? Man, I saw the double doink at the end of the game. It was a field goal. I think it was about 50-plus yards out. 61, man. Oh, 61 yards out. And he yeah. Oaks, and then the crossbar. And that would have tied the game leading into overtime. And they could have won it because this game was – they were pretty even, even though Minnesota has more talent. It was pretty even all day. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, Tim, uh, what did you think uh, on this game? I think the running game for Latavius Murray, even though, like, they didn't have Kamara, I think Murray and the other running back stepped up for New Orleans. And Andrew Dalton was had a good game, actually, as a QB for – the Saints because Winston was out, so I think India Delta had a, like a good game, interesting game. I mean, yeah, an Andy Dalton sighting in merry old England. You know, that was that was my uh, kind of wake up call. I thought I was uh, back in a dream in like you know 2020. I'm like, what in the world? You know, we we got the red rifle going on. Uh, I mean, especially with the way the Saints are uh, without Camara. You know, you had uh, Ingram and Latavius Murray. You know, r- you know, running the ball, pounding the rock. You know, it was definitely something else. Um, definitely um, with the way the, uh, you know, that field goal happened for Lutz at the end, uh, you know, 61 yards, you know, and just double doinking. I mean, with most people for hockey, you know, that probably would have been called in, you know, but, you know, unfortunately that's not how uh, the ball, uh, the ball bounces, if you know what I mean. Um, 
So, uh, basically, you know, we'll start with the one o'clock games. Uh, we're going to go to Atlanta, where the Atlanta Falcons defeated the Cleveland Browns twenty-three to twenty. Alex, what did you see from that game? Uh, this was a good win by the Falcons, and a uh, good thing Cordero was back. He didn't get two touchdowns; he only got one, but it was enough to push him forward to victory. Absolutely, Tim. Uh, anything to add? I think Cleveland Browns had a decent game. I put I, this is one of my upsets because I put I thought Cleveland Browns would win against Atlanta, but I, I guess I, I was wrong in this game because Cleveland Browns had a good game with Chubb, but I guess that's you need more than Chubb to win a game. Yeah, I mean, you know, you definitely need more than a chub to win a game. Um, but, you know, hey, uh, Atlanta, all the more power to them. Uh, Atlanta, you are definitely one of my surprise teams uh, of uh, this, uh, you know, this quarter of the season. Uh, I, I have Atlanta as one of my top five draft pick teams. Um, you know, I definitely did not expect them to win as many games as, you know, well, I mean, I definitely saw him winning more than two games, but hey, you know, hey, whatever, you know, it happens. You're you're doing better than I thought you were going to. Uh, definitely, Cleveland. You were Cleveland. You know, sucks to be you. Um, so from the Atlanta Cleveland game, we are going to Baltimore, and we are going to talk about the collapse of the Baltimore Ravens uh, versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Baltimore having a lead uh, by 17. They were up 20 to three at one point before Buffalo came back and went, uh, won the game. Um, what were, uh, what's your thoughts on uh, this game, Alex? Uh, I'm glad that I made my late uh, switch. <laughs> yeah, this is the game you uh, in our uh, in our morning episode. You originally had Baltimore and then you went with Buffalo. Yep, so I'm happy about that. What I'm not happy about is that um, this, I guess they didn't involve Mark Andrews today, which was weird. Uh, yeah. That was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, yeah, Tim, uh, what you got to add? I said they did involve um, Dubson. What is it? The wide receiver? Lamar Jackson, wide receiver? They didn't involve him a lot either. The one, the main one he throws to? It's like, yeah, what happened? But I think is Baltimore the Linda Falcons or is Baltimore Baltimore? Because it's like the choke team right now. Baltimore did. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I mean, uh, as evidenced, um, you know, in the morning show when uh, when I was talking about them and it made my made my prediction that uh, Baltimore would go up, you know, by at least ten and then lose to Buffalo. Um, Baltimore right now just does not have the ability to close out games. They uh, they play hot in the beginning, uh, which they did against the Buff- uh, against the Bills, forced two turnovers in the first quarter, and you know got up to you know that twenty to three lead, uh, and just you know Josh Allen and the boys, you know they were able to get back in. Um, this is the this is definitely not the first time this has happened with Baltimore this season. Uh, they, 
Uh, they were up 21 against the Dolphins. They let the New England Patriots back in last week. So it's kind of hard to trust Baltimore right now. Uh, they got the, the Bengals next week. And I kind of really want to say that Cincinnati is going to come in and pop them in the mouth uh, like uh, the Bills and the Dolphins have. You know, it's just hard to trust. Uh, the Baltimore defense right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, moving on from Baltimore, we're going to Dallas where the Dallas Cowboys uh, defeated the Washington Commanders 25 to 10, spanking the Commanders like a redheaded stepchild. All right, uh, Alex, what do you have uh, that you noticed from that game? Um, well, Antonio Curtis Samuel didn't really do much today. Well, of course, this was due to the QB play, which was blah. But hey, Cooper Rush, four and zero. If he's a free agent at the end of this year, he could get a big contract as a backup or as a starter. Uh, that boy knows how to win. Uh, Tim, what you got to add? Michael Gallup and Dallas Schultz did phenomenal from injury. Yeah, and they came back from injury. They did an awesome job as a back from injury players. So they they tapped up the game when they came back from injury. Multiple players. Yeah, and I mean, what I see right now with Dallas, um, you know, without Dak Prescott, the team has definitely been a lot better uh, uh, with Cooper Rush in. Uh, like, they struggled against uh, the Buccaneers when Dak was in. Um, and, you know, basically, Coop is 3-0 uh, three, uh, three and oh right now uh, in, on the season. So, Definitely no real rush for Dak to come back. Dak, stay, you know, stay on the sidelines. Get yourself uh, all fully healed, you know, and then that way, hey, you know, Cowboys make it a nice run uh, during the playoffs with a fresh hand. Uh, and no, that was not a pun because of Dak's hand injury. Um, so from there, uh, the – Shock game of the week. Uh, I definitely thought that this was going to be a snooze fest uh, between the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks, where they scored a combined 93 points. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, Alex, what did you see from this game? Alex, can you hear me? Or are you just as shocked as I was about the outcome of this game? Uh, no. I wasn't too shocked about it. I, my gut was telling me that this is going to be like a high-scoring game. Turns out it was a scoregami game due to the scoreline. But yes, um, Jamal, Williams, Jamal Williams was a good pickup today. Did me really good. All right. Tim, what you see? The the bathroom the bathroom scenario where DK McCaff had to go to the bathroom in the middle like, was that the the call or something where they had to go the, where you had accident or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, athletes are people too man you know yeah sometimes yeah, you gotta go the play and like they had to bring out the whole thing to like so you could go to the bathroom in the middle of the game when he was at like 
but DK Metcalf is like, I think Gino Smith after those games, like he got dizzy involved and or fan involved his tight ends. Then Metcalf scored a lot of yards, like ninety yards against the Lions. So Metcalf is like a person how to stop one of those wide receivers that like I'm gonna run to anybody. Yeah, I mean, have you seen that guy? Like, seriously, I wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley. You know, geez. Uh, but, yeah, like, I mean, this was definitely, like, fantasy scoring, you know, heaven if you had, you know, some of these players on your team. Because, uh, like, DK and Tyler Lockett had yards. Uh, most everybody had a touchdown. It was, like, the touchdown fantasy fairy just was, like, Bang, 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 you're gonna score. Um, so a bunch of craziness, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely love the scoring in this one. I love high scoring games, uh, so very much. Uh, now we're gonna go from Detroit, we're gonna go to Houston, where the LA Chargers came into town and uh, you know, beat the Houston Texans. It looked like everything got back on track with their running game, but it almost goes to show you, you go against Houston, you'll get yourself right back on track. Uh, so, Alex, what you got from uh, your Houston Texans? Uh, another close game because we were coming back in the fourth quarter, but then we didn't convert on the crucial first down, which led to field goals and a touchdown. So we lost. We collapsed in the fourth quarter again. But hey, at least uh, Brandon Cooks was uh, doing good for us. And then the only thing was he had to go up against Austin Eckler, who uh, ran all over us. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what you got, Tim? Austin Eckler. Speaking of Austin Eckler, Austin, the man Austin Eckler from like that just up like maybe three weeks before this game. He scored me like thirty points this week in the running yards. He got three touchdowns by himself, so it was like phenomenal. Even though like the backup wide receiver did a decent job for Mike Williams because the other one was hurt, so it's like. But then Herbert was good. Herbert always plays a good game, so so they bounced back from no loss against Jaguars. Yeah, where they got beat like they owed money. Um, But, you know, I mean, it goes to show you go into Houston and you basically get everything right. Uh, You know, Herbert had four touchdowns. Uh, Looked like he absolutely didn't need uh, Keenan Allen, who was out today. Uh, And... I mean, you know, Houston, it, you know, they do well. It's just they aren't doing well enough. Uh, so um, definitely uh, kudos to the Chargers on their victory today. Um, you know, keeping it in the AFC South, uh, we're going to Indianapolis, where the uh, Indianapolis Colts were defeated at home by the Tennessee Titans, 24 to 17. Um what do you got uh, for us about that, uh, Alex? Let's see. Kind of thought the Colts were going to win due to them, like, surprisingly beating the Chiefs, but I was wrong. But then again, this is this was a game between two meh 
teams. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. Anything to add, or should I go to Tim? Um. Don't expect these teams to do much in the playoffs if they make it. I I doubt it right now. The way they look, it definitely looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars are about to walk handily away from this. Um, all right, Tim, what do you say? I think Tannehill did a good job. Derrick Henry stepped up the game. The discipline was JT. JT didn't do much for the Indianapolis Colts for the, against Tennessee at all. I mean, yeah, I mean, good players will have a bad game every once in a while. Um, uh, I was happy to see Bobby Trees touchdown. Bobby Trees, you're my boy. Um, you know, just uh, it was, you know, it, yeah, it definitely felt like kind of a eh, ho hum kind of day um, over there. So. Uh, going from there, we'll go to uh, New Jersey, uh, where the Giants uh, beat the Chicago Bears 20 to 12. Uh, is there anything really to talk about uh, between these two teams? Uh, Alex, do you have anything? This was a good defense day from the Giants. But then again, this was supposed to happen, anyways. They, they were going against the Bears, who had barely any passing attack and they didn't and i think they did contain khalil herbert pretty well today so yeah good day defensively yeah, it was barely uh barely a, a game to watch uh uh tim you got uh, anything to add on that i think even mm-hmm. though bears lost i think mooney had a good game because it was not, it was not all the wide receivers but mooney stepped up his game as a wide receiver because mooney doesn't get but I think he's. I mean, uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, they really need to do something in Chicago to build four fields. Um, you know, if you expect to have a quarterback be your quarterback of the future, you need to put some pieces around him. Um, you know, you should have you should have gone out in free agency and got somebody or drafted somebody to make him successful. Uh, Chicago, you have not done that. And that is a damn shame uh, for you to do so. Um, I also want to, you know, basically talk a little bit to the Giants fans. (laughs) Sorry, I'm pulling in Atlanta here. But but no, um, the Giants... uh, you know, I have heard that this fan base has wanted Daniel Jones gone. <clears throat> but right now, Danny Dimes, he is playing lights out right now for your team. You know, as long as you are winning, you know, don't worry about him throwing for 300 yards or five touchdowns or anything like that. You know, you don't need to throw up Mahomes and Allen and Herbert type numbers to win a football game at the end. (laughs) The W is all that matters. Speaking of W's, 
Uh, we are going from New Jersey to Philadelphia, where the Philadelphia Eagles remain unbeaten after beating the Jacksonville Jaguars 29-21. Alex, tell me what you saw from that game. Uh, this was not Jalen Hurts' best game, but they survived. They were able to get the win due to Jacksonville um, stumbling in the second half. Uh, definitely. Uh, Tim, what did you say? Uh, yeah, Tim, what did you say, man? I think they still got the win. Like, but, like, you know, they deserve the win. Because, like, Eagles are one of the teams that come from behind and, like, win most of the games. So, and, and maybe, and Jalen Hurts is, like, Showing himself as more every weekend, day as day as day, every day. I mean, yeah, definitely in the beginning, it looked like uh, it was going to be not your typical day for the uh, for the Eagles, because um, I think it was like a pick six uh, at the beginning for Hertz, and uh, you know, this is the kind of game that. Uh, with Jalen Hurts uh, being talked about in the MVP uh, uh, conversation, definitely he showed some of that MVP caliber by overcoming that early mistake and, uh, you know, basically leading the team to victory. Uh, thanks. Uh, and that Philadelphia Eagles defense, mwah, chef's kiss. Um, good job, boys. All right. So, uh, we go from Philly to Pittsburgh, uh, where the New York Jets uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, we got a benching of Mr. Biscuits, Mr. Trubis uh, Mr. Mitchell Trubisky. And uh, we saw a Jets special uh, with Zach Wilson catching a touchdown from two yards out. Uh so, yeah, Alex, what did you see from this game? Um, Kenny Pickett, sure, his first pass was a doozy, but he got his first touchdown today, moving with his legs. So hopefully they open up the game more where we can see more of him uh, running with the football and just uh, make it easier for him for passing. But also, um, Steelers blew a lead. The Jets stole another win. No. Yeah. All right, Tim, what you got? I'm so happy Zach Wilson is back. He's way better than Flacco. Yeah, and all his players, like, they threw to to B-Scar and his wide receivers. Corey Davis stepped up at the game, too. I mean, yeah, Zach Wilson came into Pittsburgh and he handled business there like he handles, uh, you know, handles uh, the Cougar section of Cougar life or whatever uh, dating app he's got. But hey, uh, good on Zach Wilson coming back and getting that win. Um, you know, the Jets, you know, definitely are not the top five draft pick team that I uh, expected them to be. Unlike the Carolina Panthers, uh, definitely doing doing the thing that I wanted them to do, uh, losing to the Arizona Cardinals, twenty six to sixteen in Carolina. Uh, is there anything really to talk about in this game, Alex? Is there anything? 
Well, uh, McCaffrey is pretty much their only offense. Baker Mayfield is not doing too well since leaving Cleveland. Baker is I Baker. Think, yep. But yeah, pretty much um, McCaffrey is their everything. And the thing is, he's injury prone. So probably going to be another lost year for them. Probably. Uh, Tim, do you got anything to add? Since Marquise Hollywood Brown did a phenomenal job, I think I need to go to Fanatics to get his jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely should uh, go to fanatics.com. I'll click the link in our bio. Um, you know, fanatics, I believe, right now are still uh, holding on to their sale uh, for up to 65% off on uh, select items. So, yeah, take a look at uh, take a look at uh, some of the jerseys from some of the athletes that we have, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Marquise Brown, uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, Jalen Hurts and his MVP uh, year. Uh, we also got the baseball coming up in the postseason. So get yourself a, you know, a, you know, a Aaron Judge jersey or, uh, you know, any of those players uh, that uh, you want to follow for, uh, you know, getting ready for the World Series. But uh, yeah, uh, basically uh, leaving leaving Carolina in a hurry. Uh, yeah, hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, we uh, went to the only game that went in the overtime today between the Green Bay Packers and the New England Patriots. Uh, it was a lot closer than it seemed like it was going to be. Uh, Alex, what did you see from this game? Uh, okay, I thought this was going to be a breeze for the Packers. I was wrong. And, uh, oh, my gosh, the Patriots, they are in trouble. They have their – let's see. Their starter or QB1's injured. Brian Hoyer got injured. And so they had to go with the third stringer. I believe their season is lost. I don't think it would be so lost. Uh, Tim, uh, what are you saying? I think – I think Patriots just signed Kim Newton. I heard rumors that they may sign Kim Newton, so Kim Newton might be back for the Patriots again. <laughs> That's what I heard because they have no quarterback at all. Because yeah. all their players are hurt. The wide receivers are hurt. Okay, but Damian, but Damian Harris did a decent job for the Patriots uh, running backs. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I watched this game and really I thought it was going to be a uh, super blowout, you know, game like Green Bay was going to win by like 20. Uh, but, you know, Green Bay got hit with the Zappa, uh, you know, and uh, the third string quarterback uh, from New England. Yes, when he when he bumps up, you know, we know it's Zappa time. Uh, so. Um, they were probably going to add somebody, you know, through free agency, um, to kind of help out, uh, cause, you know, like I said, uh, like we've mentioned, uh, Brian Hoyer got hurt like very early. It was like, uh, I think like the second series, uh, of the, uh, Patriots where he went out. So, you know, Hey, kudos for, uh, kudos to the kid for, uh, you know, keeping the game, uh, 
keeping the game very close. Uh, so from Green Bay, we were going to Vegas, where Las Vegas Raiders, where the Raiders got their first win of the of the season against the hapless Denver Broncos. Oh my goodness! You know, uh, in the in the morning uh, podcast, this is what we talked about. You know that uh, the Raiders were going to win, not because of the Raiders, you know, winning, but because of Denver losing. Uh, Alex, what were your what are your thoughts on what you saw in the game? Uh, yeah, Russ doesn't cook anymore. I think he he's retired from being a chef. Oh no, that's kind of a salty discussion on that one. Uh, all right, uh, you know, Tim, uh, what you got to add? Josh Jacobs. Did a phenomenal job as a running back. He's good with two touchdowns of himself. Yep, two touchdowns basically carried this team uh, today on his back. Then Walla, Walla did a decent job as tight end. Walla had a couple of good catches from the car. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, overall, kudos to the Raiders for finally getting off the schneid. Um, you know, the Denver Broncos, I, I do not know what's going on there. Uh, with Russell Wilson, uh, the man cooks like a TV dinner, uh, you know, or I think as, as I put it in, um, you know, the one chat, uh, Russell Wilson cooks like a pot roast in the microwave, uh, oh. definitely not cooking well. Um, the Broncos definitely are not a team that we expected them to be. Uh, they also lost uh, Javante Williams, um, and I mean, he got he. They brought out the cart and carted him off the field, so that's a heavy blow for their offense, which wasn't firing on all cylinders anyway. So, yeah, welcome back to the Melvin Gordon show in Denver. Um, so, oof is all I can say. And finally, we're going to wrap up these Sunday night games uh, over in Tampa Bay as the Kansas City Chiefs rolled into town and rolled over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They rocked them like a hurricane over in Tampa Bay. Uh, what were your thoughts on this game, Alex? Um, you know, this was shades of the Texans-Chargers game. Bucks, the Buccaneers trailed by maybe three scores, but then they had a charge, but they couldn't seal the deal in the fourth quarter. All right. Tim, anything uh, you want to add on that? I think Michael Evans came back from like his suspension, came back, he did a phenomenal job. Godwin, uh, Godwin came back. Mike Evans, not Michael Irvin. Uh, I said Mike Evans, yeah. I'm with Corbin. Um, so Godwin came back from injury. He did a decent job from injury. But Kansas City, what Hilaire, what the nice pass they threw to, yeah. Oh, that is that is gonna be that's gonna be a highlight uh, that they're gonna play at the end of uh, the season, no doubt. That wonderful little blip pass uh, uh, from uh, Mahomes to Hilaire. Yeah, but I think Kelsey. Always does a phenomenal job, even though, like, in the second half, they didn't use a lot. They had the other wide receivers, 
like Valdez Scantling and other people that they use a lot. And yeah, I mean, uh, this game was well in hand for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, even before like halftime, uh, you know, you definitely knew this game was over for them. Uh, you know, I. Yeah, you know, it was nice to see Tampa Bay actually start putting up some points. Um, but you know, hey, you know, against Kansas City and that offensive juggernaut that they have, uh, you can uh, you can't stop them. You can only hope to contain them. All right, so that is all of the Sunday games. Um, so before we go into uh, previewing Monday night, um, I know uh, Tim, you and I were talking. Um, talking a little bit uh, before uh, the podcast uh, about the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles um, about, uh, you know, who on Philly's schedule might be the ones to beat them. Um, so, you know, uh, looking at it, uh, they go to Arizona next week that, you know, depending on which Arizona Cardinals team go- shows up would that might be the stumbling block. You know, they got Dallas, uh, Dallas twice. They got another commander's game. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, is where do you think the, the Philadelphia Eagles will get their first uh, loss? I don't know. Are they playing? Are they playing? In, who are they playing for the AFC teams? What's the schedule? I'm sorry, what? Who who's the rest of the teams? Like are they playing AFC teams too? Uh like, well I mean the next AFC team that they play is they play the Steelers in week eight. Uh oh. then they play the Houston's in week nine. Um they got the, uh, like I said, the Commanders week ten, uh Colts week eleven, Packers week twelve, Tennessee thirteen, uh Giants week fourteen, fifteen the Bears, sixteen is Cowboys, Saints in week seventeen, and week eighteen is the Giants. I think the Giants probably knocked them out. Probably the Giants are the closest team that will come attack them, maybe. All right, so you say either week 11, week 14, or yeah. week 18. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, so who do you think is going to bump them off? And no, I'm definitely not saying it's week nine uh, when they go to Houston. <laughs> All right, no, come on um, Who's the next division rival they play? Uh, they play Dallas uh, in two weeks, in week six. Uh, might be a Dak return game, too. So, uh, Will that on be Sunday in night. Or yeah, in so Arlington? that'll be fun. It's going to be in Arlington. Ooh, no, okay, wait, so no, it's going to be, be in the, Philly. My bad. In Philly? That might be the yeah. game due to the, uh, the Cowboys having pretty solid defense and then having Dak back, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a definitely a couple of stumbling blocks uh, out there. Uh, definitely uh, have a feeling that week 12, uh, if they are not undefeated, they're going to take an L probably to Green Bay. Um, so, so 72 Dolphins, your undefeated season, you know, is still unmatched. So have fun. Um, 
So, you know, back to back to the normal business. Uh, we'll talk about Monday night uh, where the Los Angeles Rams go to Candlestick. Oh, is this? No, it's not Candlestick anymore. Levi's. Uh, uh, showing, showing, showing my age. I miss, uh, miss old Candlestick Park. Um, but, yeah, uh, L.A., uh, goes to San Francisco to play the 49ers. What do you see? Uh, basically, following the terms of uh, the morning show, basically give me a prediction uh, of who's going to win and a bold prediction of what you see happening. Alex, what do you got? Uh, Niners will win, and Debo will get two passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Whew. Hit the hat trick. Tim, what you seeing? I think Kubo Cup. Uh, Rams are going to win with Cooper Cup, but I think Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr. will score maybe one touchdown with 100 yards. Reference. All right, uh, me. I am going to say that the uh, LA Rams are going to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, it's going to be a handedly spanking of a game. Uh, Cooper Cup is going to catch. 20 passes uh, on on the night uh, against the 49ers. And Stafford's going to throw for three touchdowns, maybe 300 yards. All right. So that'll, that'll finish up week four. Uh, we'll jump into Thursday night's game, which uh, basically is the uh, struggling Indianapolis Colts and the struggling Denver Broncos playing on Amazon Prime Video. So um, give us something to make us want to actually want to see this game. Alex, uh, give us a bold prediction, and who do you think is going to win? Uh, my bold prediction is that we see more of wait hold on give me one second all right uh he's uh going all right i'm back now we see right. the Cortland sutton show he could pop up Ooh. for two touchdowns oh two touchdowns from Cortland sutton all and right that's those two touchdowns would lead to a broncos win all right you know, saying uh, that uh, Russ is going to ride, I see. Uh, Tim, what are you seeing uh, from this uh, laughable matchup? I think we're going to see a JT show with the just Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Taylor show. Wait, JT scoring two touchdowns with 150 yards. All right. Uh. So me, I see the lowest viewership of any uh, Amazon Prime games uh, uh, between these two teams. Uh, I see the Broncos actually winning this game. Uh, I see uh, I see Russell Wilson actually having to be old Russell Wilson. Uh, see uh, uh, Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy both getting two touchdowns. That is my bold prediction there um, uh, for them. Um, and actually, I almost forgot um, while we are here, 
Uh, let's cover the the next week's early game because uh, you know we have another London game next week. Um, so make sure you get your W energy because uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna have a long, long, long week five of uh, Sunday when uh, the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers travel over to uh, tra- travel over there uh, across the pond and have what's going to be a more exciting game than the one on Thursday night. Um, so uh, basically same thing. Alex, Tim, what do you guys see? Bold prediction. Who do you think is going to win that game? So this will be the Packers' first game in London, and they should leave London with a win and with Aaron Rodgers balling out in front of all the uh, people in London uh, in the new White Hart Lane. You should get like a hat trick. All right. Three touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tim, what uh, what do you see uh, from uh, the Merry Old England game? Tim, my shipment of W Energy is coming on the way. I got to just get an email from W Energy, so... Are they ready? So, my, I think Aaron Jones is going to score two touchdowns with 200 yards and win for Green Bay. I'm going to go crazy here. I'm going to say the Giants are going to beat the Packers, and it's going to be on the uh, hat trick of Mr. Danny Dimes. Uh, and... Uh, and a 150-yard game from Saquon Barkley. Uh, so, you know, there we go. We have that. Um, so that is pretty much our show. Uh, thank you, uh, Alex. Thank you, Tim, once again uh, for joining me on this nightcap episode. Uh, you know, basically, you know, giving your thoughts and reactions to the games ahead. Um, is there anything you guys want to add uh, that you see uh, for uh, from these games um, before we, you know, kind of sign off? I think my my team could go winless this year. I don't see that. I mean, yeah, I definitely uh, with the way the Colts are playing your guys in the division, uh, you know, you definitely probably might get a win over the Colts. Um, or you might be the first two tie, uh, team in NFL history. Um, uh, Tim, anything from you? I'll tell you my Seattle Seahawks are going to go back to back wins this week. All right. Whatever the plan next week. Or, (laughs) so, um, Basically, uh, you know, that is it for our show. Uh, like I said, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Tim, for coming and helping me out with this. Uh, thank you, uh, all of you listeners, uh, for uh, listening to our podcast. Uh, be sure to follow uh, follow us if you like us. Uh, comment and, uh, you know, leave a review uh, wherever you're listening from. You know, basically help us to improve uh, ourselves as much as we can. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the reviews uh, and everything like that. Uh, feel free to visit our affiliate, uh, our affiliates, uh, fan, uh, fanatics.com and uh, W Energy. You know, basically try them out. Uh, you know, you never know what you'll uh, find uh, until you give it a try. 
Um, and with that, I wish everybody a good night, a good week, and as always, a good season. Thank you. Thank you.